Welcome. This is Heidi from Discerning Grace, a women's ministry. Thank you for joining me as we journey to know the risen Christ. Like all journeys, you may be new to the path, or maybe you've traveled for many years. In either way, my heartfelt prayer is that the Holy Spirit will meet you here and minister to the wounded and strengthen the weary traveler. While you take the next few minutes with me, I believe if you're open to the leading of the Holy Spirit and willing to try, it's amazing how God will shift our focus and we can begin to see through the eyes of Jesus. Maybe this is your first time listening. If you want to know more, go to my website and get to know me better. Or if you want to listen to other episodes, you can find them at discerninggrace.com. You can subscribe and listen to these chats on your favorite podcast app. Now I want to remind you that the Holy Spirit, your helper, your advocate, comforter, is ready and able to help you as we meet together today. As you listen, ask the Spirit what's important in this moment. Listen to the quiet voice, notice feelings that arise, and recognize the nudge of God. Take a moment now, take a few deep breaths, purposely turn your heart toward God. Be present and attentive in this moment. Let's continue with a few deep breaths and let go of our business schedule. Breathe in the Holy Spirit. Exhale the extra baggage that you picked up today. Breathe in and fill your soul with new breath, welcoming the Holy Spirit. Exhale your to-do list. Breathe in again, eyes closed. I'm reading from a loosely based poem of Phil Cousseau. Deep breath. Beginning a deepening of your focus. Prepare your soul, opening to God. Notice the path below our feet. Respect the destination at hand. And this can transform even the most ordinary journey into a sacred journey, a pilgrimage toward God. Let's pray. From Psalm 100, shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues to all generations. May the word of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O God, my rock and my redeemer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Here we are at the beginning of Lent. It's Ash Wednesday, 2023. Let me offer some information. Many Christians today will wear the sign of the cross in ash on their foreheads. This is just a symbol reminding us that we are made from dust, and to dust or ashes we shall return. During my research on Lent, I have found quite a few differences from the Western and Eastern Christians. I'm going to focus on those of us in the Western side of the world. Even with that division, there are so many different types of celebrate, ways to celebrate Lent. You may be familiar with some of these ways of practicing the 40 days of Lent. Some will give up something, like meat on Fridays. Others will fast once a week. And still others may 
add something to their Lenten journey. And there are others, maybe you, who are asking, why do people even give something up? The idea comes from the early church, and people would give up something as a penance, a remorse for past mistakes. As an example, let's say I got caught picking, picking my neighbor's apples without permission. So for penance, I had to bake my neighbor apple pies for a month. We know that's not how God works. But it is something to do, and everybody feels better. Today, we don't use that term penance for forgiveness. Forgiveness is given just by asking. Nothing is owed to God to obtain this clean slate. Christ's forgiveness is freely given. There's nothing wrong with giving something up for Lent. You may decide to give something up you really enjoy, be it ice cream, chocolate, or an excellent cup of java. Intention or motives are the pivot point to the action that's pleasing to our Father. It might look like this. Oh, I could use a cup of coffee. Deep breath, quick prayer. Lord, I love you. I miss my coffee. But this is such a minuscule sacrifice you gave from, compared to the sacrifice you gave to me. I can't love you enough or give enough or serve enough. But that's not what you require of me. You want me to accept you and call you friend. I want to do that. Help me, Lord. Amen. There was a Christian artist, Keith Green, from the 70s that sang a song that referenced 1 Samuel 15. Hear this as God is speaking to his chosen people. Quote, To obey is better than sacrifice. And then Keith Green adds, I don't need your money. I want your life. Unquote. Yes, his words make me smile. But they also helped me refocus. In that quick prayer, I pushed aside my coffee. I can turn to God in thanks, reminding myself that I am his. Now, depending on what you, quote, give up, depends on how often you're going to be reminded to turn towards him. You can also add something to your Lent journey. A daily prayer, a Lenten devotional, or taking someone out for coffee. Well, of course, if they've given it up. But you get the idea. The, the possibilities are endless. Fasting is another common discipline to pick up during Lent, but it's not for the faint of heart. If you have never participated in this discipline of prayer and fasting, maybe fasting from something other than food could be tried this year. And then after Easter, you can do some research on fasting with food. There are many Christians around the globe who will do some type of fasting during Lent. Lists can be helpful. I will read through a few options how others have commonly practiced Lent. This is not a complete list. I said a few. Most of these are daily or weekly disciplines. Like we talked about fasting, a prayer in the morning, or examine in the evening. Begin a new devotional book. Do an intentional act of kindness daily. Daily word or a running list of gratitude. Giving up something, TV, music, phone time. Think some intentional daily act. Pick a word or phrase to ponder through Lent, like repent or forgiveness. All these ideas I've brought up are common practices during Lent, but you need to talk to Jesus and find out what he may be asking you to do. I say this to remind you we're all different. Yeah, you know that. However, sometimes in a church or a community, it's easier to have everyone do the same thing. 
So I'm encouraging you to go to the source. Take some time to notice what God is asking you to practice this Lent. Remember, God does not require us to do anything for him. He doesn't need our advice. He doesn't need some good options. He longs for communion together with us. As you ponder this week, think about deepening your relationship with God. Then, with that willingness, approach the throne and ask, what would you like to do with me and through me during the next 40 days, God? Don't be surprised if he gives you options or lets you pick. Maybe you'll feel burdened about someone or something. Maybe you'll get this nudge, this feeling. Okay, pray on it and follow. I don't want to promote any particular practice. I want to just spark some ideas. The season is a time of repenting, forgiving, and remembering the sacrifice. And then we celebrate the freedom we now have by way of the cross. I will share more about Lent next week, but for now, just take time to think about what you and Jesus will do together this Lent. Go with this blessing from Psalm 100, same as the opening psalm, but from a different translation. Listen to the message. On your feet now, applaud God. Bring a gift of laughter. Sing yourself into his presence. Know this, God is God, and God, God. He made us. We didn't make him. We're his people, his well-tended sheep. Enter with the password, thank you. Make yourself at home, talking praise. Thank him, worship him. Our God is sure beauty, all generous in love, loyal always and forever. Amen. We'll chat again next week.